welcome to another episode of Raging Out in Clash. My name is Jen, and I'm here with SK. Hi! (laughs) (laughs) We should clarify it's because you've been giving me grief. (laughs) No. Yeah. You've been giving me grief (laughs) about the delay of me saying hello. Only a little bit. That was it, there was still a delay, but not. It wasn't five seconds like normal, so it was good. It's better. It's better. <laughs> okay. Okay. So today we are going to talk about a couple different things. Um, we've got some notes that were released on some recent balance balancing changes that are going to be coming up in a in a mini update coming out. Uh, we've got some events going on right now. We've got a a birthday Supercell 10th anniversary thing going on. So we've got a special birthday trader as well. Um, we did some clan promotions that we can talk about. Uh, we'll talk about our recent war and just some of the things that we experienced with the clan that we came up against. Um, there was also a Clash of Clans kind of town hall hour video with Ano and um, what's his face, Darian, <laughs> um, kind of talking about stuff, just kind of developer stuff. And then at the end, they had questions from the community and whatnot that they were talking about. So we'll just kind of cover some of the things that they touched upon near the end of that video, because the beginning was kind of just, you know, normal stuff between them. And uh, I don't know if I don't I don't have a can't fix stupid, so I don't know if you do. And we'll try and keep it a bit shorter today, just because we do have a war starting in the next twenty minutes. So I might get a little distracted. A, uh, a little. <laughs> but we we should be okay, because I mean, as normal, we've got our you know. We have other calls that should be able to direct. Yeah. So, um, and elders too, um. So that's kind of a a rundown. Um, but what I also has occurred to me and what I just thought was this is our twenty first episode. Oh really? Yes. Um so I thought it'd be nice to sort of take stock, um, sort of reintroduce ourselves, why we're doing this, why we play this game that's sometimes like a prison sentence. <laughs> Um, to just generally, you know, yeah, take stock of why we play and what we like about the game and and whatnot. So, I'll pass it over to you first. I think that's that's a good way to start, and and uh, I guess the reason I started playing was I like to do things I'm not supposed to, and I was told don't play the game because you'll get sucked in and. Well, you know, I had to disobey and start <laughs> it. It was it was interesting to me in the beginning because it was it, it's a strat like it, it it can be a strategic game. I mean, you you know, it's it it can be a team game where you know you're playing with your clan to do a war, but it's also a single player game in that you don't have to be in a clan to be successful. You can be a pusher. You can you know do whatever you want by yourself as well. So I thought that, you know, it was a good game for me to play. At the time, I was playing, you know, 
a zombie shooter game, which was, which was kind of getting boring. There wasn't a lot of updates coming out. There was some cheating going on, and it was just getting, you know, I was getting less and less interested in it. So you, you, know, you got sucked into this game instead. What's that? You got sucked into this game instead. I well, it, it was just it was something interesting, and I mean, I I tried not to research anything online about it it was just kind of you know we'll start from the very beginning as a fresh fresh spawn and see what it's all about and I remember when I was younger and I mean I, I th- I'm pretty sure I've seen uh, even a commercial or two on on tv about either it was either Clash of Clans or it was Boom Beach or it was something it was something super cell oriented where it was a commercial on tv and it was just like <clears throat> it looked kind of interesting so I figured, why not, and ended up starting my own account and against yeah. against advice given to you. Ad- against advice given to me, yeah. So and then, you know, once once you had kind of lightened up a little bit, you said, "Yeah, start your own account." After I had already started one, <laughs> and kind of gotten a little bit of a head start, but they okay. were. I mean, the the accounts were pretty close in that, you know, I was still learning. It was like a, like a week or two apart, and so I was still learning. Uh-huh. And uh, So you're now at Town Hall 12, and well yeah. well in that sort of Town Hall life. Um, not max yet, but definitely not new. Um, yeah. And have you been in any other clans? With this account, no. You came into this clan with... I came into this clan as a, I think, what did I join as a town hall five? The first couple, I mean, the first couple, the first four town halls, it was like a day and a half to upgrade through. Like, it wasn't very long, uh, maybe two days. So, I mean, it wasn't, wasn't very long. And then, yeah, came into the clan as a town hall five and showed my stuff and was good enough that, you know, I was allowed to stay because I was mentored and kind of showed the ropes and... And now look at you. Seven town halls later. <laughs> town hall 12. And still in the clan and... Yeah. Great. Um, so, why do you still play? As in, what's kept your interest going because like you said seven town hall later and you're still playing yeah. the game well because each each town with each town hall i mean you've got new challenges i'm just with the new defenses and and whatnot and the new strategies that you can learn with the new troops and i mean i'm just a competitive person so you know being in doing whatever it's just i want to be as good as i can and you know kind of go down that road so you know there's still attacks that I don't know or I mean I know them but I'm not as good with them as I am with others so it's just the Lalo is eluding you (laughs) yes it is I keep saying every town hall yeah I'm gonna spend some time or I'm gonna learn it but I haven't learned it so I you know I don't know if it's too late to learn it at town hall 12 because there's so much going on so we'll see okay and what about you? Um, so I am now a Town Hall... I'm a now... I'm now a t- maxed Town Hall 13. 
Well, my builders haven't finished yet, so technically I'm not maxed, but they're all working on the last defences, and once they're all finished, they will never pick up a hammer again until the next update, if even. Uh, <laughs> so, fully maxed out, uh, pretty much... Um, I like to grind out the, the defence farm up. It's I, I like that kind of style where you're building things um, and you can choose how your progression moves forward. Um, and that, that's one of the reasons why um, I think when was it that Clash Royale came out and that's the card game and it has the Clash of Catlands people in there. Um, like as playing cards, it's a it's a card base one, and um, I don't know if you've played it, but um, I played it when it first came out, and I didn't like it. Obviously, the game progressed vastly since then. It's probably removed all the things that I didn't like about it, but the main thing at the time when I didn't like about it that I like in this game is you are in control of how you progress. You can be as good or as not as good as you like. Um, but you are in control. If you want to get better, then that's up to you. Um, and the in Clash Royale, it wasn't like that because you'd have to like open up these chests to get these cards, but you don't know what kind of cards you're gonna get because it's some random card thing. Um, so, and you could only level up your cards if you've got a certain number and amount of them. Um, so you weren't in control of, okay, I want to learn how to do this attack, but actually I don't have high enough troops, but I can't level them up because I don't know when I'm going to get this card. Whereas Clash of Clans, you're in control, you can, you know, I wouldn't advise it, but you can rush all the way to uh, town hall, the higher town halls without research, as we see a lot of people do. Or you can take your time, you can not even, not progress. Um, if you don't want to, um, but yeah, I, I, I guess that is, I like that because it must appeal to the control freak in me, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm in control of how much, um, enjoyment I can get out of the game and how much I, how much I want to invest in the game, um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's me, <laughs> so you're competitive, I'm a little bit, like to have control that's quite a unusual combination <laughs> but you know between us and the co-leaders we kind of have uh well i'd call it a successful clan uh we have a level 17 clan um of mixed town halls um and it's not by all means the biggest clan it's not a small clan but we get by uh, we like to war we're a war clan um we like to try our best to win our wars fairly and just strategically. Um, and we've not done too badly. Um, you know, as, as mentioned in our previous episodes, we've talked about, you know, having sometimes we get a good uh, war win streak going. So, you know, we must be doing some of the things right. Um, and I guess the reason why we thought we'd have this sort of podcast and just have this these conversations is because you and I talk about it a lot anyway we talk about Clash of Clans a lot <laughs> and a lot of it's about how you and I and, and the rest of the co's and the leadership team 
how we run the clan, how we decide what direction, how we want to our clan to evolve. You know, for example, when new things come out, like clan games, or when clan rollies come out, how are we going to decide what medals to give? How do we assign our bonus medals? You know, so you and I talk about things like that a lot anyway, you know, in terms of clan management. Um, but on the flip side of that, a lot of clan management comes f- with a lot of frustrations. <laughs> a lot of, why, why would you do that? <laughs> so it was quite cathartic for you and I to, to sort of express our amusement, amazement and anguish at some of the things that happen in our clan. So um, these are our therapy sessions, shall we say. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, um, so back to our schedule of events. What was first on the list, Jen? Uh, the balancing changes I had first. Mm. You'll have to remind me what they are because, uh, okay. So, the first balancing change, um, is the Grand Warden's logic will be changed to make him less likely to follow dragons and peckets. So I think there was quite a lot of questioning on the forums as to why, what is the motivation for this change? You know, what is the data that Supercell is see- seeing that is needing this change? Um, for me, I I don't know that I would be as adversely affected because I've not seen those, I guess, instances where it seemed OP or it seemed stupid that the warden was following, what's a dragon or a picker? Because... My wardrobe follows nothing. For people that use Lava Loon and have the dragon in the CC, and then when the CC opens, the warden tends to follow the dragon instead of the herd of loons going towards the town hall or something like that. So that I think that, and I've, I've seen that and heard complaints about that a lot just in watching streams and stuff like that. So that I can understand. The Pekka one, I haven't really heard a lot about that one. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if it would be the same thing along the lines of the dragon, then... I guess, but my warden's stupid anyway. Like... Well, I was, yeah, mine is pretty stupid. He, I think, did they not change, like, it not that long ago, that the AI would not follow heroes as much and would follow the troops? Well, my warden's still going for the king and still... My, my warden doesn't follow anyone, right? He, he'll, he will attract the healers... And go off on his own. Mm. So I'm like, where are you going? The troops are over there. Um, and, you know, so I, I'm not directly impacted by that change. What I would wish that they would do, though, is, my goodness, that warden is not the brightest spark, is he? He will literally cross an entire base into the thick of things with all the defense just hover over all these defenses not hitting any of them to hit something else and i'm like there is a cannon in your you know right in your face shooting at your head and you are hitting something else um so i I wish they would you know fix that (laughs) i think they kind of I mean, I don't, I don't want to jump too much, but I think they kind of touched upon that in the video between Darian and Ano, just in that, just how difficult it is to change the AI of the troops and just how, 
you know, finicky, the program, it's like the coding is itself to change things like that. So, I mean, just, just hearing that little bit of that video, it kind of makes sense where, you know, it might be difficult to change something like that because they don't want to, because if the, if the coding is so, you know, picky and if you change one thing, it might disrupt the rest. Like I, so I can understand them, mm-hmm. you know, not wanting to tinker with it too much. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, obviously they'll have to, I think they said it was like a legacy piece of code. Um, <laughs> who Like they've not touched it for years or something like that. And, um, so whoever left it left it in a good place apparently <laughs> you know I was just like why surely they would have you know um, but I think it's also the fact that the warden is not hampered by walls so you know therefore will directly take the, the quickest route be it through the wall of infernals or through you know a line of cannons and all that into you know going into no man's land when he could have just gone around the corner you know, I think it's the fact that he doesn't actually hit anything on his way. And I'm like, oh, goodness sake. Um, so, yeah, I'm not directly impacted by that. Um, they've not released the update yet, have they? No. no. No, it says that it will be in an upcoming maintenance still to be determined. Okay. Um, are you, do you think after that change you'll be like oh now i can do lava loon with a dragon in my cc i don't think so because I, I never would have done lava loon with a dragon in the cc i would have always just taken loons so okay i don't think gonna i don't think that one's gonna affect me too much either um the next one is a level seven sing, a level seven single beam inferno tower dps will be reduced by 100 so level seven is what level town hall? That would be yours. Mine. Okay, so yours is still the same. Mine's still the same. Okay. Um, I think that that, I mean, everyone's using singles right now. Everyone. I've not seen very many multis. Um, so they must have just seen that. That's. I think it's. I don't. I mean, they they obviously have the data that shows that this is the right thing to do. But I think that uh, because the single infernal takes time to ramp up anyway, you know, it's sometimes it's it can be a bit frustrating. Mm-hmm. I want. Do you think it'll cause other people to start using more multis? Honestly, I don't think so. I think that. People will have to pay attention to their heroes more, definitely, because if it's going to be, I mean, I mean, it's going to be locking on at the same time, but that ramp up, like you said, is going to be a little bit less now because it's not, you know, as much DPS. So, you know, and I mean, that's something, especially, you know, with queen chargers, I spent like, I do it too. Like I watch and as soon as it locks on, it's like, okay, I'm watching, 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 watching. And now, if it's that little bit quicker, like you're gonna have to be that little bit quicker. So, well, is it is I it mean, the is it not just the final highest damage that's less than hundred? So the rate of ramping up is the same. It just you know the the most most damage it can do is less. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe. So, it's a, a nerf. 
percentage per second will be reduced by Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, and I mean, I don't know how much I would get from that anyway, just because I don't hit a lot of 13s. I mean, you'd notice it more than I would. Yeah, sure I would. <laughs> um, the super wall breaker explosion radius will be reduced from 2 to 1.6 dials. Okay, um, I guess that's probably because we noticed that with everyone having all these compact bases or spread out bases, it didn't actually matter. When the Super Wall Breaker exploded, it took out way too many structures in between. Because I think even in the stretched out bases that are time waster, sort of designed in mind, um, you know, you really only have one or two tiles in between the two or the trashed buildings. And the wall breaker would be able to take out, I don't know, a lot around it. So I guess I'm guessing that's their thinking behind it. Um okay. for me, I'm thinking not gonna make an ounce of difference whatsoever because I will not use them. <laughs> because for my super troops, um I see them more as something different, um, more for farming, um not ready to use them in more yet. But I might want to have wall breakers. I might want to have giants in my war army, and therefore I need them to be how I have them before and not super. So I need them available. So for me, I'm always going to be flitting between the super barbarian and the super goblin, the sneaky goblin. Um, and plus, I find those two troops are, are the most, well, I enjoy them the most uh, over the Giants and the Wallbreakers anyway, so it won't be a, a different for me. See, and for me, like, I use them, I think, one clan war league. I had them unlocked, and I mean, the fact that they take one super Wallbreaker takes up eight spaces, it kind of leans me to the. I mean, they're great in that you're almost guaranteed to open the wall because of that explosion that it has. But four regular wall breakers can get me through two layers under rage, which you're usually raging your queen through a charge anyway. So for me to get through two layers as opposed to one, and just having to you know time it a little bit better. So I mean. For me, I don't see myself using the super wall breakers ever again, other than, I mean, if there's going to be some kind of event special where you, you know, get something from using them, it's just not, it's just not worth it for me, just for what I want to get from a base, so. I mean, have you seen any, any good attacks with, well, the, these super troops, any of them? Well, I mean, a lot of the pro players you see a lot of them using the super troops because they can afford to because they know that they only need like three moons over here to get this and then whatever over here, whereas I'm not counting all that much. It's just, you know. So, I mean, for them it, it's useful, but for me, the average player, not really. I mean, I, yeah, it's not... For the, the space, I think they've... I don't know if they've been a bit too conservative, but the space trade-off is not enough for for your average Joe. Um, I mean, if it was six, I would say, okay, 
but eight, I mean, that's, that's cleanup troops. That's two wizards. That's almost a baby dragon. Like, that's lots. Yeah, me. I mean, for me, definitely, I'm not in any way, shape or form thinking, oh, I can afford to lose a couple of these troops. Um, every troop is important in my army. They're all valued. So, you know, it's, I can't think, I, you know, I, I mean, obviously, your pro players are like, okay, I can sacrifice this because I know I'm going to get the rest of the base. These are just, you know, superfluous. Um, and so I can trade them in for, for a different troop. But for for you and I, um, no. <laughs> I need every troop I can get. <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. And then the last balancing change is the level skele- level 7 skeleton spell spawns will increase from 16 to 17 skeletons. I can understand why they did this. Um, I can understand why nobody's really using the skeleton spell because they've just been sort of overtaken by all the other spells really. Um, you know, particularly the bat spell, which is its aerial counterpart, I guess. Um, but there's not really a, you know, if you need skellies, you'll take witches. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I can understand why I did that. Probably seeing an under um, average usage of that spell. Um, but even I, I don't take skeleton spells. I have tried to use it in certain combinations to see if what will work but I've never found them to be terrible, terribly successful I think also because the spawn rate is just too long, slow. yeah too slow, um, to, to distract defences long enough or what have you uh, yeah and for me I would definitely I would rather take a freeze because you know you're getting 7 seconds of mm-hmm. you know things being frozen whereas because it seems like the skeleton's take so long to spawn it's just a better value for that for the freeze than, than a skeleton yeah but I'm looking forward to seeing how that one extra skeleton will make it an OP spell well, yeah <laughs> someone will find a way um, yeah probably yeah okay Okay. so, so all in all on. what do you think about the balancing changes not so fast or you know I'm honestly not so fussed. I mean, the only thing that might impact me at some point would be the Infernos, if I ever have to hit a Talon of 13. And I mean, I do in war the occasional time, but even then, like, it's just not... Yeah. I don't know. I don't see it being a huge, huge thing. Mm-hmm. One thing that I have noticed, and I don't know which update it came in, um, was where, now that they're having an update for or a maintenance break, there's a little clock that pops up there. Yes, I do like that. I do I like do that, like yeah. That. So you can actually think, oh, maybe I'll not boost right now. <laughs> or, like or maybe that. I will look at those worry plays before they're gone forever. Yeah, no, I do like that. <laughs> because they used to always just not tell anyone and then announce it after the fact that there was an update. You know, so you're like, oh. Um, and then, then they had a pop-up saying in the X amount of minutes, but now it's good because it's just always there ticking down, so you know. Um, yeah. So that, that was a good, good quality of life change that they didn't announce. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely like that one. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Um. So the next thing, our war has just started, so we'll see. Oh how dear. <laughs> uh, the events that are going on right now. Uh, so I guess these go- events are a result of because we can then tackle two topics in one, which is it's Supercell's tenth celebration. Oh yeah. Um. So uh, I, I think well, these are these events to celebrate that. Yes, so Supercell is celebrating its 10th anniversary. Clash of Clans itself is on 8, I believe they said. Mm. Um, we have still yet to get our, what is that, in September, I think? August or September for Clash of Clans when the cake comes out oh, or the bling or whatever it is. <laughs> uh, but anyway, 10 years for Supercell. They've got a couple events going on. They've got a discounted birthday trader um there was a special fountain yeah do you like the fountain i'm not fussed it's It's a bit of an eyesore isn't it it's what it's a bit of an eyesore yeah a little bit as in Um, you could have chosen any other kind of color but had to be this lurid purple it's not even the color of of elixirs it's even more sort of vibrant so, and I mean, you got it in the free uh, season pa- or season challenges thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I wasn't too fussed. It was free. I didn't have to pay for it. So It's nice that they gave and, it to everyone. It's nice. always nice to have yeah. more obstacles, more things to fill up my base. Yeah, uh, your base is cluttered enough. Well, uh, if it's... Clearly, these things are available. It's not like I went and bought some more. It's just what's available in the game. I just choose to not, you know, be OCD and arrange them in any shape or form. <laughs> so, a couple days ago, we had a witch event. Mm-hmm. And I finished that, that one. For... I did not do that one. That was for some hero potions. And then So, you could actually need hero... that one. You probably needed what? that one then. I think I'm full on hero potions, actually. Huh. Um, and now we've got a giant event going on for a power potion. There's also discount in the spell shop, where all the spells are discounted. Uh, we've got the finer minor event coming up in 13 mm. hours. Yay. And I know you're excited about that. And then we got clan games in five and a half days. Clan War Leagues in 15. So those are the events going on right now. Uh, the special birthday trader. Do you like that his hat? I like that he's wearing a birthday hat. Yes. But then yes. it disappears when he opens up his shady does... jacket. Does it? <laughs> does. So clearly someone could not be bothered, you know, Doing that extra bit of coding there. (laughs) It does. It does. So the last couple days, we've gotten a free free shovel. Mm -hmm. Um, Of which I told you, I told you it was quite handy, wasn't it? You could get the, you could get the shovel. Then if you don't like shovels or you've got pristine base, how you like it, you could um, sell the shovel for fifty gems. And then buy the the research potion that was on offer to effectively get a free research potion. Yeah, yeah. Um, you kept your shovel. 
I kept my shovel. I kept my shovel. I am still undecided how I want my base to be, so the shovels, when I reorganize, will come in handy. Um, so the first one was a free shovel. The second one was some free wall rings. And then the third, this, la the, this last one, or this one we're on right now, has been free builder potions, uh, free hero potions, two free hero potions. And yeah so yeah so these ones are more i guess from now on short of actually just from now for me they're just free games <laughs> for me because yeah. like i I'm, I'm pretty much maxed on on everything um in my treasury so i can't hold any more so they will be um created for gems which is good because I'm trying to save my gems. I remember to to afford the ridiculous amount of gems that it costs to get a war base slot. Yes, yes. Um, I think just touching upon that, I thought that you know I would be sneaky, and I thought you know I'm just gonna save some of my bases and put it in my my notes app, you know, with a link hmm. to wherever and you know took a snapshot of the base put the link into my notes worked all fine and dandy for the first little bit and then after a while after i had replaced those bases with new bases uh the links no longer worked so yeah having those extra base slots in game are, are definitely necessary if you can afford them yeah but they are a bit Expensive, particularly when yeah. you increase incrementally. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's nice to have these sort of little celebrations for Supercell's 10th. Um, you know, it's, obviously it's not Clash of Clans um, anniversary, so it's not as major, but it's nice that we were getting some free stuff. I won't say no to mm -hmm. free stuff. Yeah, no, I'm not going to complain about free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I probably won't be able to do the events either. Um, not doing that minor event, not even attempting it. <laughs> so, um, so I'm missing out on a lot of my XP because, you know, that's something. Well, like you said, I didn't do the witch event, so I'm not doing this giant event either. So that's 800 XP that you gained on <gasps> me there. <laughs> I'm not doing the giant one. No? Okay. Well, I can. There's only 15 we'll hours left. Out. We'll even out because I'll probably do the minor events and you won't, so. Okay, so, yeah, happy birthday, Supercell. Um, yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> What's next on the list? Uh, our promotions. We had a couple in celebration of our clan leveling up to 17. We had a couple promotions. To Elder, yes. Normally, we like to, you know, save a momentous occasion like that for co-leader, but we had discussed a couple episodes ago that there was no front runners in that area, so mm -hmm. we decided to forgo promoting a co and chose to do a couple elders instead. And yeah, so kind of widening the pool for next time. <laughs> Kind of, well, and kind of maybe in a two-part thing where, you know, these two elders were definitely ones that, you know, we both felt that they deserved it. And there was definitely a couple more maybe down the road. Unless they flick out. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that was, that's quite good. And I think, yeah, to definitely have, have earned it in their own different ways. 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so that that was good. Um, and I guess also we as a clan have been recruiting. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. So you, Jen, have brought in some very dodgy characters, I'm just going to say. Obviously the ones I found were great. <laughs> um, I think you're full of crap. I think <laughs> that the Town Hall 10 that we got and the Town I definitely Hall found him got, and him. I think... I definitely found both of those. I and lies, lies. And yeah, um, I mean, I, I would like to point out that we haven't gotten any sevens and eights to stay, which is the bulk of what you invite. Who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? We still have quite a lot of new ones, and you know they've made it. You just we've noticed had, the higher had, ups more because they're more town risky. Hall eight. I remember we had this town hall eight who had other accounts and was leaders of another was leader of a clan and was in this top other clan and he had this attitude where I'm above practicing and I don't have to do this and what happened to him? He left. Well, you and I both had apprehensions about him being in the clan in the first place. Because yeah. this was a guy that had multiple accounts uh, and he had several maxed out accounts or very high level accounts. And they were in very successful clans already. So you're always a bit like, well, why are you in this one? Um, and yeah. normally the answer is because those very successful clans over there probably don't ex- accept lower town halls. Um, so in a way, you know, we were having this sort of dilemma knowing that, well, okay, he's in this clan, but there's a high chance of him, you know, leaving once his town hall uh, is up to the required minimum of his other clan, you know, so there, there's a bit of, well, are we being used by him? Are they, you know, we're knowing that he's not really in the, the clan because, you know, he was he had multiple accounts in a family of clans that were, you know, very successful. So you're, you know, clearly that's where his loyalties would lay. Um, so I'm not gonna cry over that one, that loss. <laughs> but um, we. I mean, we kept him in, and like you said, he was a ten or late, and he wanted to practice. He wanted basically to get more stars to build up his profile, right? And so he would. He obviously knew that if you were to clean up after somebody else's base after it's been hit, you're not going to get the full three stars. You're only going to get the new one, um, from that attack. Um, so he wanted to hit a fresh base for a second as well, and that's probably why he left, um, because uh, you you had told him that he needed to clean up or practice on another base that had already been hit, um, of which because, was on Town Hall because, 8 still. <laughs> and, right, but, but just an explanation of that, because we are an international clan, because we have people from different parts of the world, we do allow people 10 hours, and he was requesting to hit this base within four hours of war starting, and it's just like, no, like, we allow everybody 10 hours, because we know that people live in different areas of the world, and that's just our way of, you know, being yeah, fair er- to everybody, allowing each person the opportunity to get their stars. Exactly, exactly. There's no, oh, just because you're locked out and you're on when war started doesn't mean you get all the stars. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... And I, I think that that's one constant that I'm glad 
is is for the con because it just it keeps it fair for everyone and mm-hmm. yeah no and, and and I think that's why we are sort of we think about those things you know what actually what is what, what is it that we want our clan to do not everyone's clan's going to be the same but what does our clan how do we want to approach that um but yeah so this town hall eight had to practice on another town hall eight and left. Uh, I want to say he left because he was quite ashamed that he did not freestar it. So clearly, for someone who didn't need to practice, he said he wasn't here for practice. Clearly, he needs some practice because he couldn't freestar it. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in terms of recruitment, also, um, you and I, we, we like to have what we call like a trial by fire. You know, uh, which we, we, you know, some some people who are are a bit like we're unsure of, we might put them in war, and, and we're quite stringent in terms of how we play those wars. So, in the last couple of wars, um, uh, not everyone survived. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, be it you're not taking a full army, be it you're not attacking who we suggested you should attack. You know, we we need to see, for us, we want to see that you actually know how to work as a team, how to follow a war plan. Um, and for those that were unsure of this is your make or break moment where you can show that actually you, you, you're doing well as being part of our team. Um, uh-huh. And not everyone is. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. So there's quite a few casualties. So even though we were recruiting and we had quite a big influx of members coming in, not everyone survives towards the end of the process. No, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a, a multi-stage process. Um, you know, once you're established and whatnot, you know, at that point, it's where you and I and, and the other people were confident that, you know, you're going to follow the war plan and we're still going to keep an eye on you, but, you know, yeah. it's it's a little bit more, okay, we can sort of n- not be as um, hardcore about it, I guess. Um, because, you know, first impressions count, like you said. Absolutely. You know, yeah, you, you, you don't just join and request troops in somebody's clan that you don't even know a jot about without saying hello. Like I always say, do I come to your house, not say hello, and go straight for the fridge? No. You know, you say hello. And, uh, yeah, so recruitment, recruitment's been fun these days, um, getting cast out and whatnot. We've had, what have I, I had today? You know, funnily enough, I've not had, today I've not had anyone say to me, you invited me. Because that seems to be the the go-to these days. You invited me. And I'm like, yeah, I invited you so we could have this conversation because I can't have it any other way. <laughs> um, but apparently that means that they don't need to do anything. <laughs> They're just in the clan. Um, but I've had a lot of, oh, I'm just back to this game. I moved to this town hall. I only upgraded two days ago. Um, I'm I'm maxed ex- except from this 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 and this, <laughs> you know that was that guy. He was like, I'm maxed town hall nine because he's upgrading his town hall, and I we were like, are you are you really yeah? And then he was like, yeah, I'm maxed apart from this this and this, and I was like, mm-hmm. if there's something after that maxed bit, 
You're not maxed. You're not maxed, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, walls, okay, maybe. But anything else, you know. Um, but yeah, you're not truly maxed until then. And then you and I had a... Well, we always... And this is, I guess, also cathartic for us in that, you know, sometimes there's just recruitment sort of, like... Stupidity. <laughs> so, you know, I quite like to have a conversation after chat to illustrate why we thought that was a stupid response. <laughs> so I ended up calling you a max 10 or 13, apart from your town hall. <laughs> um, and your base camps, and your defences, and your troops and heroes. But that's it. That's all. You're maxed otherwise. <laughs> so, yeah. That one was good. So, uh, but I have not, like, I've been thinking about what you've been saying about recruitment um, and how you think that the suggestions that you get provided with are based upon the components of what your clan's made up of. Um, so you were saying that you've been noticing that we've been getting more town hall, town hall 10s and 11s pop up when we, and 9s um, when we started to, you know, Include a few of them in our clan now, so you see them coming up a lot more as suggestions for recruitment. So I was thinking about that, uh, and I'm there must be someone if if what you're saying is true, right? And they're trying to include these kind of minor changes to make it more relevant to provide more relevant suggestions to you. Then there must be someone in our clan that is located, or has started the game and moved or something. But I'm getting a lot of um, Japanese, Korean, Chinese names coming up these days. Particularly Korean names. Um, I don't know if you've noticed that. Uh, like so, like before, there'd be you know obviously your your English letters, your English alphabet letters, um, and there'd be the Arabic ones, the sort of Bangladeshi kind of ones as well. But I've never really seen a lot of the 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 Asia kind of Korea, Chinese, Jap- Japanese. I want to say things. it's almost the time of day that you start searching for someone as well, because I know that like if I try and recruit like as soon as I get up in the morning. The people that pop up tend to be different than the ones if I try and recruit in the evening, like later at night. And I mean, I'm not just talking, I'm going in there once and seeing the list and then going out. Like, I'm going in there five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times because I know that, you know, it cycles, it does whatever. And just even, like I said, from morning to night, I'm noticing a difference of people. So I don't know if that's like, Mm -hmm. if there's a point in between there that it, like every 24 hours it refreshes the people that it puts in there or what it does. But I do notice that, like you said, the characters and the names, it changes from in the morning when I try and in the evening when I try. Like it's, it's a definitely a different hmm. area. That, that like may I'm explain like, it then. Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, definitely seeing a lot more of those kind of names that I've, I've not had before. Um, so there might be something in there. Um, you might be right, it might be due to the time of day. Because I was like, do we have someone who's actually Korean or started their game in Korea? Do we have someone that started their... You know, as in I was like, 
not seen these come in before, but we have had new recruits and they're kind of staying. So does that influence? Is that why I've well, seen these things? That could very much that could very much be it too. Just kind of you know, including. I mean, who knows what the you know the code or the whatever is like? Maybe that's one of the included things where you know in your clan, if you've got this you know person from here, 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 it brings that up in the search as well to allow those people like to yeah. allow that because. Know, yeah, I, I agree, and I think because they are always saying, okay, we can't add a language filter, but we're doing things that might influence and therefore result in people having the same language. So something like that might have a... Well, and I mean, okay. it makes sense because, I mean, they know where the accounts have been created, right? Because, yeah. you know, if you lose your account, that's one, account, that's one of the stipulations you have to provide where you created it, what day, what whatever. Mm -hmm. So they know where it's been created. So they probably have something like that in the code where it's like, okay, this clan now has this person. Let's allow more of those to pop up, you know, in yeah. that search for that clan because they've got that area in that clan just to kind of make it more. Yeah, so, you know, in that sort of fuzzy logic kind of way, you could say, okay, the odds are they wouldn't know what language you're talking about, you know. Mm -hmm. So I was just wondering about that just because you mentioned... Um, noticing that you were seeing more of these things reacting to how our clan is mm -hmm. um, I, I definitely 100% know that there has been more Town Hall 9s, 10s and 11s in the search since we got another 10, since we got another 11 and since we've gotten a few more 9s in the clan so and less Town Hall 8s because they've now upgraded to Town Hall 9 so what you're telling me is I need to recruit more Town Hall 8s and sevens. Get the balance back. <laughs> Get the balance back. <laughs> well, our balance is not too bad now. Um, yeah. But, okay. Um, so, yeah, generally our clan is, is um, got a good, stable core mix of people. Um, and I think we're kind of in a, in a good place right now. Um, we finished leagues. Um, and we started our war. <laughs> um, what are you talking about this for? Uh, our first war wasn't bad. We got a perfect war right after Leeds, and then it was a mini war. It wasn't a, a lowers war, right? Our, uh, we did a lowers war right after Leeds. Um, that war went okay. I and think that's because we, after leagues, everyone does the heroes. It's a given. You're yeah. doing the hero because you have, off. You know, I was doing my heroes, but I would have been in war. Um, our 11 put down, you know, his heroes. We had, you know, some nines that were doing heroes. So just given the gap that we would have had, it just, it made sense to do a lowers war because we had so many sevens and eights that had joined over leagues. Um, so we had to get them in fire okay. trial by fire and so we did that ended up getting a perfect war um losing a few on the way what's that losing a few of the new ones on the way and we lost a couple but i mean you, you gotta get the weeds out so then we had another war uh we just the one that's just passed we let it run a little bit longer than we normally do um, is that because someone's competitive and wants the war we had I'm just going to talk over you. We had a, <laughs> a, a big spread. We had our 13 to 7 spread. We had 25 people in, again, because we had a couple couple new people to get in. We had a new ten, We had two new 10s to get in. Our 
our uh, our 11 was still out so we did have that gap so we knew that we probably would get some kind of a mismatch in the law or in the war just because we did have that gap um in there uh we ended up matching a clan that they didn't necessarily um, skew their roster um they had an engineer at the very bottom and they everything from about four down so four to 25 was rushed and and super rushed and engineer and and yeah there was a couple a couple engineers um looking at the clan now but that meant it was top heavy yeah there's there's four people left in the clan now i think um everyone has i guess migrated back to the main clan or or an alternate clan I guess this, I, I, I don't know what this clan was, but through, you know, war going along and whatever, we had a couple people, more than a couple, there was about three or four people, and one even tried to join after war had ended, um, trying to join our clan from, from the other clan, and it's, it was just... Let's be a match there. <laughs> yeah, just kind of mind-boggling what they'd be trying to, you know, this why end. they'd be trying to get into the clan and whatnot, and... We did end up winning the war, though. Um, we won on stars quite convincingly, seventy-four to forty-six. They gave up after a while. Uh, they couldn't. Th- their top bases cleared our top bases. They cleared from two to seven with a seventy-three percent on on number one on your base, and then they didn't clear our nines and eights. So yeah, I, like, I think they must have had a lot of new recruits as well, but also. Because they had an alternate clan, you couldn't know who was actually new and who was just yeah. rejoining. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, they, they were let down by their lawyers. Yeah. Um, and their poor spying technique. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, think, I, I think you were right. I think there was like at least four or five people trying to join. Um, and no. <laughs> I think I think it helps us too um, with certain clans if we start out right away, like as soon as war starts and they can see, you know, how successful we've been. I think sometimes clans after a certain point just kind of give up because it's just like, well, you know, all they're doing is three-starring or they've got all this done already, you know. And I don't know if maybe that's kind of what happened there or, or what, but... I think they were played to win. Um, but then realize how poorly they had performed. Well, I think they realized after their number one, head or head, like maybe he was planning on three starring and he only got the seventy three percent. So I think maybe after that they were kind of a little, you know. Yeah, but I I hadn't hit yet, so you know seventy three percent is not too bad. You know? No. No, that's true. And they did do a couple of attacks. And, I mean, that was four hours left in war. They did a couple after that, but... Because uh-huh. well, they, they looked like they were wanting to win because you could see that, you know, the top four or however many players were t- trying to cover for the lowers and just picking it off that way. Yeah. Um, so they were like, okay, let's just get the stars. Let's You know, so they, they were effectively blocking... Other, other, the middle ten halls because they were instantly hitting them 
for the stars. I think I think where they kind of gave up was they they covered from one to seven, right? So they cleared our bases one to seven. So their seven guy, who would normally be attacking his equal, hit our number twelve. A town hall eight, a nine hitting a town hall eight, mm-hmm. and only got two star sixty nine percent. So that might have been where it's just like, okay, <laughs> yeah. we realize our nines are not going to be able to hold their own and even get eights, and that might have been where they because kinda... they were just going to be like, okay, we've got twenty five people. I only really need twelve people or thirteen people to to cover war, and so you know, screw the lords. We're just gonna clear the scars and get them now and maybe have the lowers loot or what have you um, but then unfortunately they weren't able to cover the the costs of of a non-successful attack that way we do get clans that are that do that 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 it's only the top half of the war clan that's playing you know the other ones are just there for filler um but i'm glad we won that one because yeah. i had to hit two town hall 13s i had no backup no backup from you. You might have to do that again this war, although looking at bases one and two, they're pretty much the same base. So if you don't three-star number two, you can practice again on number no. one. No. Um, well, that's not how it works. <laughs> I want backup. I'm tired of not having backup. The whole point of this recruitment drive was so that I could have backup. <laughs> and, and this war, I mean, they're definitely top-heavy. They roster engineered. They've got two town all threes at the bottom. Um, their their bases in between are all they're not as rushed as the last clan, but they're definitely rushed. They're definitely not upgraded like ours are, and I mean this is where we get our 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 mismatch at the top because our bases are upgraded throughout. They're you know regularly weighted or or normally weighted town hall eights, town hall nines, whatnot. And and that's kind of where we we get the imbalance because you know we get the top the, heavy uh, roster engineered kind of people, um, but I mean I think I'm always a little bit more apprehensive though because what's the power potion these days? What's the hero potion? I mean they're giving them away in the trader these days, yeah. <laughs> you know. So no matter how rushed you are. I haven't seen a lot of people. The only time that I see people use them is when we use them on them. Because it's like, oh, yeah, reminder, I saw them use it. I've got one of those, too. I might as well, you know, I may as well (laughs) use it. So that's usually the only time I see them use it. And that's why, you know, I try not to use my... At this point, I'm only using hero potions to upgrade my heroes to max level if i have to help you on a 13 and i try not to use them otherwise because i don't want to put that idea back into their head where oh yeah i've got these potions i can be using because you still do get some free ones just even in the regular Mm. season challenges so i mean people should have them yeah i mean they're not not really scarce these days you might not have them for every single war but and I mean, especially with this birthday trader out, he was giving away two hero potions in the event. The witch event was a hero potion. There's a power mm-hmm. potion with the giant event. So, so I'm always, I mean, yeah, I'm always wary about even, okay, yeah, maybe they're roster engineering and okay, maybe some of these bases are rushed. But, you know, there's, there's these potions that sort of weigh against that that make them on an even footing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we we shall see. We'll see if we get any backup this time around. Good news in war. Their number three just fa- uh, uh, town hall eleven just failed on our number five at town hall ten. So good news there. Oh great, <laughs> that's good. 
So that means that, you know, their number four is going to have to clear or they're going to have to dip. So that's good. So I might have some backup. Although we have quite a lot of... We have, we're going against three Tynal 10s, two Tynal 11s, one Tynal 12, and two Tynal 13s. You know, honestly, I think that we will be okay just judging from... I don't know, I'll be talking really. <laughs> just, judging from the, just judging from their war log, the last how many wars that they've played, the highest that they've gotten is 57. So, you know, 57, 58. So even if you're just two-starring bases one and two, that's still giving us a very good chance successfully. Are to you hoping for more? Even, <laughs> just given, you know, the You say that, that like that's the worst case scenario. That is the best case scenario here. <laughs> I mean, these are 10 whole 13s I'm hitting, right? So, you know, let's just bear that in mind, okay? And I have been sucking, so it's not been a good day for attacking today. <laughs> well, like I said, hopefully, I'm I'm, I'm hoping that our, our, our veteran 11 is going to come through and not, you know, come to the just finished upgrading my hero, oh, you know. Yeah, I've forgotten everything now. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, and I mean, we've got a new eleven—not a new eleven, but a new eleven to the clan on a on a on a base that looks town hall nine with some infernals and an eagle. So I mean, it's a good base for him to. And I mean, it's that's not an easy base, so it'll be a good base to kind of test out his skills and see where he's at. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good. Um, and I guess the last thing we've got to talk about, um, just because I'm conscious of time, um, is the developer town happy hour, what do you call yeah. it, delay. Aye. So, just a couple things that they have, I mean, the first 40 minutes of the video, uh, I know you don't want me to say it, but it was kind of a snooze fest for me. It was like, okay, you know, I'm listening to these guys. Some of it was like, okay, you know... I was more interested in the stuff that they had right at the end, where it was the community, you know, their mods had gone through the questions, the community was asking questions, they were answering stuff like that. So some of the so things you didn't that they find that was interesting them. that they had, like, four different troops or something before they had the Yeti? Yeah. And, I mean, it, it's stuff like that where, you know, it wasn't really stuff I needed to know, but it was kind of just, it was kind of nice just to get, you know, a little bit of the behind-the-scenes, how they mm-hmm. kind of you know, come out with all of these things. The designs so, were quite nice. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I so, quite like the idea of the little chariot guy shooting Teslas. Yeah, that, that was kind of cool. That like was, I thought. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he was like... Because it fitted, fitted in with the whole Tesla Electro Dragon kind of theme. So, yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought it would have been quite good having a little chariot yeah. guy. Well, I mean, you know, it was in a future update, but I mean... Some of the things that they had talked about um, that were questions from the community were, were clan perks. How right now in the clan, um, there's only so many perks after you get to clan level 10 and, and even the, the shields and stuff, they, they don't change after 20 and whatnot. So they kind of touched upon that um, in that I think Eno said that there was something coming, maybe not necessarily more clan perks, but something in, in the way of, you know, the clan will benefit in some way with what is coming out in the future. I thought that was the most interesting thing out of the whole chat. For me, anyway. Because yeah. I was like, oh. And remember, I, 
in, a, in previous updates, I said there was something clan-oriented coming up. So, I mean, maybe that's something to do with it as well. Like, there mm-hmm. was something with the clan. Um, another thing that Ano had said was when they were talking about the super troops, he had mentioned a super witch. So, possibly... You know, a new troop coming out. One yeah. of the new super troops I mean, coming out. Well, one of those things is I never knew if he was just kidding or what have you. <laughs> I wasn't sure if he was just taking the neck then. Um, but, you know, I'm sure there won't be a super witch. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> but, no, I, I, I definitely felt that that was the most interesting sort of, in terms of, Oh, that actually, I'll, I'll just listen to what that was about, you know, kind of moment. And the other stuff, yeah, it's so nice to have. It's a little bit, it's always a, interesting to know what they're thinking about, why they go through certain things. Um, but in terms of impacts to, you know, how I play the game, how, what I enjoy from the game, that nugget of information is probably um, what made that whole chat worthwhile. Um, I mean, obviously, at the end, they did like a sneak peek about something that's coming in the next update. What do you think it is? I have no idea. I My brain was just not even awake yet because it was early in the morning when I watched it. It was like, I don't even know what that could be. Like, is it somebody riding a horse and throwing like a mallet or something? Like, I don't know. Like, it was just, I couldn't Are you just thinking about the chariot guy? <laughs> Well, I think there's like people are saying um, that it's like the infernal baby dragon, or the so the in, in Clash Royale there's like a baby dragon in there, but then there's a different sort of baby dragon infernal or something, right? Um, and it's that shape, that is the black type shape, um, and you know, okay, sure, and um, it's probably it probably is a new troop. Um, I would kind of like it to be a new defense, to be honest. Um, I I think I I like how everyone assumes it's a new troop. <laughs> um, you know, I would kind of like it to be a new, new defense or a new siege barracks, but it's probably a new troop, to be honest. It's probably a new dark troop, to be honest, because we've not had a new uh, one. Probably a, dark troop. Yeah, we've not had a new one for a while. Um, like ice- well, I guess I guess we could say we've had four new dark troops from the super troops, but um, you know, pure dark, like a true dark troop. Um, that's probably one of those things. So, are you are you a little bit excited? I'll oh, give me something to upgrade. You know, all these research yeah. potions that are turning into gems. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, have to. Absolutely. When do you um, think it'll? I don't know. I was just there was a couple other things I had written down. I want to get your kind of take on them. Um, one of the things that they had talked about as well was because of the new buildings at Town Hall thirteen, they had mentioned that the actual total buildings is in and around a hundred now. So they were kind of wondering, like, do we have to have you know certain buildings not give any percent, certain buildings give a percentage, or they had. I don't know, entertain the idea or just mention, do they start combining buildings together to be like a super, super defense or a super, you know, building Mm -hmm. that would, you know, kind of take space off of the map to just make something a little bit bigger, but in in a sense, take a little bit of space off of the map because they didn't want to 
make things longer than three minutes. They didn't want to make the map any bigger because then they got to start, you know, accounting for the dist- or the time distance to get from one end to the other. So that was just kind of something that they had touched upon where, you know, combining buildings, they think, had, you know... I think it's good that they're thinking about it, as in, I think you're right in that it, it was interesting in that, and it's... It's nice to see that they are thinking, oh, how long does it take for a troop to go from one place to another? Because a lot of bases are built with that in mind. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. like a lot of dragon attacks in 10 out build a hut in the corner kind of thing. Um, but I think they've kind of already done that, though, haven't they? Because it's like, you know, these builder-up things, like the multi-mortar, the archer tower that goes up and down, and the cannon that goes triple or not, double or not. You know, they have already kind of done that. But it's not really, I mean, it's it's a geared up, but it's not really combining two buildings. Whereas, say, if you had, you know, two archer towers combine uh, into one, and, you know, instead of taking up the three by three space, maybe they take up a four by four space, are a little bit higher, and, you know, have eight archers on top. Like, just something like that. Like, that's kind of where I was, like... Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be a... I think it'd be a... Definitely a game-changer. A, a twist. Where you, where you, I, and I mean, where you have the option, too, where you can have, like, two regular archer towers, or you get this four-by-four four super archer tower that's, you know, twice the size, or, you know, whatever. But I think... I think all base designers are sort of going, no, no, because, you know, it's just the, you know, how do you, how do you build a base for that? Um, but, I mean, that is an interesting idea, and it is, that is something that I've talked to you about in the past, about how, and this is why it's hard to hit up as a lower town hall, is because, like, one building will only account for nearly a percent or just over a percent. So when you're trying to get, you know, the second star for 50, it's a lot harder for lower people, lower town halls to hit up. Um, so I am glad that they are actually thinking about the ramifications rather than just rolling something out um, on it. I mean, they have, before they in the past were like, oh no, we can't make the map bigger. It's just not possible, you know, it's too much processing. And now they have. They made it, I don't know, however many tiles bigger now. So, you know, as technology grows and as, I don't know, however server, memory, blah, space, you know, they could technically make the map bigger, but it's not always the right thing to do. Uh, so what else caught your 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 eye? Um, there they had mentioned something about uh people wanting to be able to hit more practice spaces, not just in like. I did think of you spaces. when they were talking about it. I was like, oh yes. Yeah, and it, and they had kind of talked about um people being able to friendly challenge their own bases. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of skeptical about that one, especially just because just because of the competitive level with people, you know, building a base right away and then practicing it and being able to three star it, you know, to know for a war. But I mean, it, my argument to that was they could do that anyway, just get somebody else to build it and then nonstop practice it anyway. And I mean, for me, especially 
it would be beneficial just to have that option because, and especially in a smaller clan where you don't have, like where you're, where you've only got one thirteen or one town hall nine or one town hall 10, you know, it just gives that person, it, it, it allows them to practice and to have that same advantage that other clans have that have multiple town halls like that, where they can do friendly challenges nonstop. It would just allow that person that same ability to do that and i mean the argument could be said they could go to multiplayer and hit multiplayer but you and i know that the bases aren't the same if you can you know if if you struggle on a base in war and it's just like man like i, I wish i would i could have tried this attack or i wish i would have done this differently or if this had not failed you know i could do this it's just it's i think it it would help people kind of progress in the game and get better themselves if it's okay i can build this base i can practice it myself just so I can see and so I can get better. I mean, yeah, I understand the arguments about how it could impact the the pro players, you know, and, and those are valid points because that's where, you know, they're, like they said, there's actual real-life money at stake um, and, and it's a sizable amount. Um, so I can understand why they haven't done or are, are apprehensive of doing something like that. What I would then suggest that what I would personally like to do uh, or have or at least find some middle ground is I think it would be good that if you at the end of war you for the next let's say 23 hours right for the next 23 hours you could pick one base out of that war line up to hit again as many times as you want and that's available for 23 hours given the fact that you might start to fight another war so by that 23 hours your new war is not up then um, and yes you might get you might get lucky and you might find that exact same base in the next war match that you get but you know what are the odds of well particularly in our clan we probably won't see that happening a lot and i'm pretty sure a lot of pro clans have you know they're they're always mindful of okay that base is is used it's it's um you know we've, we've used it in a competitive scene and therefore that's its lifespan and we don't use it again they keep, that's why they have you know dedicated base builders that are having to produce lots of bases continuously you know that base is burnt after one war um so it's very unlikely that you would find that same base again in another pro lineup war um so i i think it would be good that you know at the end of a war you you everyone in their clan could get to choose one base you know it could be stupid base could be hard base what have you one base out of that war you just finished on to have the opportunity to hit it with whatever you want as many times as you want for the next 23 hours before your next war starts um so you know even if even if i guess if you found that that your next war lineup found the exact same base again um uh, because the base war bases aren't shown until War starts, so that's why you don't know if you're gonna. Sure, you can be practicing on that previous base, but you don't know that that's gonna come up in the next war. And you know, once war starts, you can't practice on that base anymore. And you know, it's not like, like you know for sure that you're gonna get that base anyway. Um, but then at least you get that payoff of I practiced on that base. I don't get to practice anymore. And this is now I get to show the efforts of, of having practice beforehand mm -hmm. and, you know, yeah, no. 
learned something. I mean, I'd be happy with 12 hours being able, you know, within 12 hours being able to do that. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i just saying a genetic time before actually new orbices are shown. I, I think that would be something that uh, I'm sure someone else will find a flaw in there <laughs> to abuse, but... I, I, I think that that would be okay. I don't think that it would be, you know, the end of the world for the protein um, if we could fact practice on one base in your your past war lineup, you know, and have that as a war situation where there's still a CC in there, you know. If you failed on that base, you might not know where all the traps are. Um, yeah. And just hit it with, and you you're like, oh, sometimes when you're looking at a war base, you're like, should I go with this this army or this army? And you'll never know the answer to that if we don't get to practice. Yeah, um, oh, absolutely. So that's what I just I would like to happen. Uh, yeah, and I mean, like you said, like just for for my own personal reasons, just you know, it would. I mean, I can I can hit challenges with you all day, and still not kind of. I mean, I can get a sense of how an attack or how an army is going to work on a base, but it's still not the same as, you know, hitting your equal and being able to see an entire base cleared and be like, yes, everything And you still need me to be posting it for you to hit. Like, yeah, I still need you to be, you know, coordinating a time with you to be online and whatnot. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's what I would, I would like to see something like that happen. Uh, there was one one last thing um, I have written down here, an interview recruiting process. They were talking about Global at the time mm-hmm. and um, why they had removed that again. And then they had also talked about, um, somebody had asked, you know, could there be some kind of recruiting in interview when people request into clans whereas you can you know have a little chat with that person before they even join in the class so then they had talked about um they were thinking about ways like like because they didn't want to just open everything up again because they didn't want to open the can of worms of global chat and how toxic it was again so they they did kind of hint at you know they were thinking of ideas of how to introduce something like that where there could be some communication between players before they join a clan so you know before a recruitment process in in that uh yeah i just don't think i don't know i i like the the idea that you're able to filter out some of the the weeds like he said um, and not have that just fill up our chat sometimes um, I'd like there to be a sort of interim step before they're actually in the clan. I think that that would be quite that would be quite nice, so that we can sort of say, okay, you flicked out already, but you weren't in the clan, <laughs> you know. So, and and it works both ways. Then they know what we want, and um, that you can't possibly fit it all in a clan description or have to use some sort of third party website. And see, that's yeah, app. that's where I mean, if there could be some kind of a just a little chat pop up privately or whatever in game somehow so you know you can talk with them and then just say okay you know this is what it is so i don't think there'll ever be a private in game yeah, chat I don't think, I think it would be nice if there could be just Aye, because but there's stupid people out there in that world <laughs> unfortunately but i mean too then i mean it's it's as simple as you know including a block button if this person's being talked 
toxic. You block them and they can never request to join. They can never, you know, send you another invite. They can never do anything. I would like a block list. I would like a block list because... It, it would just make things a lot easier because then you know that those toxic people can never request back into the clan. They can never, you know, harass you by sending you friend requests or you know, whatever way they want to do it. It just, it kind of guarantees, it, it puts a stop to it just like that. Like, I don't know how easy coding something like that would be, but it, it would just, it would solve a lot of problems if people could just be blocked. It's, it's one thing to block somebody than it is to say, oh, just ignore them. Because when you get requests popping up, like it's it's hard to ignore because they're right there in front of you where people can see them. Yeah, with toxic uh, requests to join messages, which is why I think, you know, it would be nice to, okay, you can't have a global anymore, but just to have a, a, a space, I don't know if it's a separate chat tab where it's just recruitment. Mm. You know, so it's not people that aren't of in that, either co or elder position don't need to see that they don't need to see people you know flaking out telling us that they're invited telling us you know what have you endless breaking of our rules and things like that. just like a sort of like a yeah quarantine a quarantine area would be good you know and 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 a block list i think those are the two things that you need um I don't know, because at the same time, you know, they're talking about, oh, there's people that are saying that they're going to cause harm. But that can still happen when people come into chat and, you know, can can still say the same toxic messages. Um, You know, some people might say, well, you invited them into your clan or you accepted their invitation. But you don't know. That's the point. You don't know what you're going to get until they actually something comes out of them. <laughs> So, so yeah, I would like a quarantine area. <laughs> yeah, and I mean it. I mean, just from that little bit, like like I said, that twenty minutes at the end. I mean, you know, obviously I have forgotten about the stupid clan games thing until clan games probably starts again. But I mean, it's it's nice to see that their efforts are in areas that kind of need it. That you know, mm-hmm. as well. So good. Uh, anything else on that? I don't think so. I was thinking, you know, we could probably wrap this up right away, and unless you have a can't fix stupid. I have many can't fix stupids, Jane. Well, I just stored them. Up. So I think I'll go with the one because you were talking about Lab Balloon and how you've always wanted to learn it, and one of the reasons why perhaps you've never learned it is because it's actually one of the most, in my opinion, one of the most strategic skilled attacks that you can do. You know, at any town hall level, uh, from town hall nine up, right? It progresses, well, it gets harder as well. <laughs> you know, um, and you know, learning was it surgical wound, any kind of queen charge, sui la wounds, whatever, right? Whatever, anything that has that loon attack, to me, that means that that person who is good at it has shown. Okay, I need, like you said, pro players know I need. Two loons to take it at a Dutch tower or something like that, right? Or I, if I pass this, I can then do this, right? So to me, it is a very strategic um, thing to attack to learn. Um, so we had a ten l nine join, and we were like, okay, what can you do? How would you respond in war? How can you attack this friendly challenge, right? And he was like failing to no end using 
like um all sorts of spam farm armies all crap right and then he's like oh okay i can have a strategic attack but you know with laloon you don't gotta <laughs> and i was like i've reading this like is that what he means he's meaning that laloon is not a strategic attack because he was just i think he actually thought that laloon was like a, a a spam attack i mean a lot of people do kind of just who don't really they just do the circle and then away you go and um, or the half circle loons but I was like, that's not really what Lava Loon is, you know. Then you do need to free star, like probably. I mean, I don't know what Tidal Nine's like now because it was quite balanced, but Tidal Ten that's not gonna get you free stars just spamming your loons. Yeah. Um, so I was like, because to me it was always, and that's the reason why you or I, um, have not become very skilled in it because it's really hard <laughs> to me anyway. What I've seen well, is really hard. And for me, it's just, it's the time to put into it because mm-hmm. like, it's not something that you can just, okay, I'm going to raid for two hours and I'm going to have a handle on it. I mean, it's something that you, it's, I find it more difficult than hogs because you can predict where your heal spells are going to go with your hogs. You can see, okay, th- this building's here. I know I'm going to want to cover this trap area. But because the loons, I mean, they have the same sort of pathing where they're going to defenses, but it's a little bit different in that you can't really predict your spells because you don't know where all those loons, when they're going to split, when they're going to do what, and it's just, it your spells have to kind of be on the fly yeah. more with but so I mean, no, I mean, I think you can. I think if you can, if you are good at hogs, I think you can migrate to loons. It's just obviously, I think the difference is ground versus air. You know, you're more tuned to, to ground, you know. I think if you use, like, a queen charge and split off your base, you can do the same sort of pathing and cut off your loons so that they travel in a particular way. But still, again, all of that, to me, is a strategic attack. It's one of the most strategic attacks, in my opinion. And if you're particularly good at it and can freestar with it consistently, I think that that shows... That you're actually quite skilled in that, but it's just the way that he was like, I can have a strategic attack, but with Lavaloon you don't need any kind of strategy. And I was like, oh boy, he did not laugh in the plan. <laughs> no, so yeah, but uh, yeah, so that's why I can't make stupid. I've got plenty more for next time. <laughs> Good. Um. And yeah, I think that's that's about it for me. I don't have anything else. We kind of went through the list of what I had, and mm, it wasn't quite a short one. <laughs> was it? No, it wasn't. No, I didn't think so. Mm. Okay, I'll let you wrap up then. Yes. Yeah, so um, we've got we've got our war that we're going through now. So by the time we do another one, it'll probably be in about a week's time. Um, just to match up our schedules and by then clan games will start it so we will be a little disgruntled about that again probably mm-hmm. we'll be cutting and back on the recruiting <laughs> we'll be able to uh, see what the next couple days couple of few days worth of the birthday builder or bu- birthday trader bring us and we'll talk about that and Mm-hmm. hopefully I mean we'll for sure have some more can't fix stupid because as you mentioned you know we've been recruiting and they're still flying through the door right now as I'm looking into the clans so. <laughs> you, you look with a sense of dread <laughs> and uh, 
So yeah, until then, we will kind of wrap things up here and talk to you later. Bye.